Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. We create stories based on four things, a genre, a line of dialogue, a prop, and a location. It's kind of like a capicola. It's big sausage with a bunch of stuff crammed into it, and it goes really well with cheese. I'm Joshua Lytle, a filmmaker and storyteller, and I'm joined today by... I'm Chris Wegman. I'm a filmmaker, and that's that. I'm Dave Ailing, filmmaker as well, doer of voices. And, voice talent? <laughs> yeah, voice talent and part-time dungeon master. Well, uh, I say we should get this uh, this machine up and running. Can you uh, oil the machine? Oil it? Yeah. yeah just, you know, Can you push in the oiler? In here, just, uh, and uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the... Yeah, the pull, pull the pull start, I'm going to pull the pull start. <clears throat> you really got to give it the elbow. All right, I'll try again. <clears throat> I'd say it works the back. Oh, all, right, all right, you know it's like the one time you don't expect it, it works. There you go. Ah, third time's a charm. Now it's chugging. <clears throat> all right, cool. Hmm. It's a new lighting setup. It's really nice. Yeah. All right, here comes the uh, <laughs> here comes the genre. The genre is adventure. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, the prop is a doll. The location is jail. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the line. <laughs> the line is, thanks for that donation. <laughs> the line is, thanks for that donation. Okay. Man, I like this location better. The moon. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the moon. So just to recap, our genre is adventure. Our prop is a doll. Dowel or doll? Doll. Like Sorry. the thing that children play with. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Okay. Our our prop is a doll. Our line is thanks for that donation. And our location is jail. Wow. Okay. Well ad- Adventure, that that's a big one. Love it. It's got a lot of, Love lot it. of stuff in it. What do you like about Adventure Dave? Oh man. It's my preferred genre of movie when I'm cruising around on Netflix. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. As a dungeon master and as an overall nerd, I love adventure movies. So, so, so it's my usual go-to. Things I love about it are it's got all the classics. You know, it has character, uh, sort of a main character conflict change. It's right on the forefront. They're doing some. They're they're doing something. It's an A to B. Uh, adventure. Adventure is kind of leaving where you are familiar and going to parts unknown, coming back changed. That to me is like the hallmark of a good adventure story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I think of adventure, I think of it being sort of synonymous with quest. Yeah. I mean, it's a quest for something. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think we could definitely uh, think about the, the, the character journey where you start out in a, um, like a normal situation and yeah. it becomes normal and you're working to get back. So yeah. when I think of adventure, I think of Indiana Jones and the Temple of there we go. or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, basically Indiana Jones movies. Indiana Jones yeah. movies. Yeah. Last Crusade. That's a good mm-hmm. one. And there's an item. There's, there's an actual there's an item yeah. that you have to go get and you have to keep it from the, like then the bad guys are going to get it too. Right. Yeah. Actually, you know, um, Sorry, you were going to say something, Josh. No, no, no. Go, go for it first, because I feel like whatever I say next may just end up being sort of a chain reaction of yes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so I was on 
I usually do a lot of research for D&D stuff. And one of the things that I found is like setting up a classic dungeon, which is, you know, your, your dungeon encounter is usually uh, an adventure unto itself. There's the thing that you want and there's the trials that you have to go through to get it. And so you start out, there's actually like a little structure that maybe I can share, which I think is pretty cool. So here's the, here's the five room structure. You have room one is entrance and guardian. Then room two is usually like a puzzle or role-playing challenge um, that challenges the characters themselves. Uh, room three, this is, and this is where it kind of divides. So they could either go into the red herring or room four is the kind of the big climax or the big battle, uh, the big boss. And then room five is actually an unexpected ramification from having one. So that's like the plot twist. And that's the thing that keeps them going. This could lead to multiple sequels. Okay. Right? I got you. I like it. Yeah. The the, the plot twist, it, it, I mean, obviously by, by virtue of it being a plot twist, it doesn't necessarily resolve or... Mm-hmm. You know, thinking of a movie, could the that the fifth room of the dungeon be kind of like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where like is like the 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 twist of would it be the cup or maybe his father being shot? I think his father being shot is okay, the twist. That's what it's it, the unexpected consequence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. But the cup heals him. That's why he has to go oh, get the cup it. Heals I guess that's him. why he has to go get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, was trying it's, to relate it's to not finite, movie. right? It's no, no, not. no. But the but but I think the plot twist is like they, he doesn't come away with a cup in the end. Oh, right? there we go. That would yeah. be the yes, right? So whatever thing we go towards, maybe mm-hmm. it's it's if we think of other stories, there's like the ending and like like the false ending and the real ending. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. False ending is he gets the cup, but his father shot. Real ending. Well, when they're escaping, he has to choose between. Yeah, he has yeah, to choose between grabbing the it. cup or yeah. getting out. Come yeah. to think of it, does he ever? He never walks away with what he wants. goes after. Well, the, almost never. The, I guess the government took the the ark. Right. Exactly. First, in the end, yeah, he never does. Oh, and yeah, he lost the right. stones in the river. Yeah, hmm. but he's richer for that. No, not all the stones. He gives one of the stones back to the yeah. villagers. That's why he went to get it. Was to give it to the villagers. The crystal skull. It just turns into a. Space machine and flies off, right? Space Something. machine, also known as a UFO. <laughs> Whatever. We have a lot of trouble coming up with the right words for things on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, cool. So we've established that it, that five dungeon structure can work in movies too. Um, something else, uh, you know, maybe we should look at some of the other elements of our story that we have to include, like the doll. You know, when I think of when I think of dolls in stories, a lot of times they're in horror movies where it uh, it could be maybe the item or there's something hidden in the doll that oh. I, I think of like the, you know, there's lots of things where something's hidden inside of something else. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the, the, the doll's the thing that they're after, but they discover something about the doll. That's yes. Different. Maybe. Um, um I don't know. Some I mean, of the other I, ones. Yeah. I, I was looking at it from, so jail has a lot of different, things going on mm-hmm. i mean it could be breaking out it could be breaking in it yes. could be it could be the kind of like breaking in for some reason yeah that that tripped my trigger just in the spirit of doing things different yeah um i mean there's a there's a thing that's in jail you know like shawshank is all about getting out of jail 
So it'd be like it'd be like being put in jail because you know there's something there. Right. Okay. Could be something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some there's some choices that we can make here too. So right. like um is it a maximum security or minimum security prison? Yeah. yeah. It's like a resort prison. <laughs> a white collar For prison. For like bankers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a secret underneath it. Oh my God. Maybe it's like either a like a total badass. Like our hero's gonna be badass, mm-hmm. but like their situation is so like not. <laughs> Or like he trains for this moment and he just finds out that it's, it's like, like some sort of correctional, like yeah, yeah some sort of correctional thing. But <laughs> he needs to navigate. He needs to. I mean, we're we're genre bending a little bit, but he like needs to navigate the. the, the maybe, maybe he needs to navigate like the the more nuanced <laughs> portions of prison. You know, like the bartering and trade. Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> he he doesn't actually get to fight anybody because this isn't that. You know, we can start with this situation. We can build a, a character around that. And then start to identify their needs and wants, uh, or we could start with a character and then insert them into oh, a situation. Because I'm, I'm I'm sensing a lot of energy around breaking this character jail. wants in. this doll, yeah, that is in prison. And so by so it's I don't know if it's a collector's item or if it has some sort of other significance. If it's not not a you know, they're not dolls, they're action figures or something like that. Or if it's, um, right. Yeah. So regardless, we have this character or group of characters and they want to break into jail for some reason. Yeah. And what motivates them could be this doll. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it's somebody who's just gotten out of jail and it's that, that moment when they, they re-enter society and they meet up with their old group of friends and he's telling them about this super rare 12 inch GI Joe that one of the inmate, one of the inmates has. And maybe he, upon getting out, like, you know, meets up with this group of friends. He's out of maximum security prison. And one of his friends has made a, I'll sell your stuff on eBay store. And, specializes in these action figures that uh, are super rare and like the prisoner ends up or like the ex-con ends up describing something and he's like dude that is the holy grail haha <laughs> of of toys right and it's it's got to be big right it's not going to be oh my god that's worth a hundred thousand dollars that's some private collector in Saudi Arabia really wants that and they're going to pay right. millions for it. So yeah. it's got to be worth going back to jail. So at the beginning of this, I was really sort of excited about the idea that maybe there's something inside the doll, like a clue, like maybe the doll is part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. But now I, I, as we're talking about this collector maybe scheme it it sounds sort of like a wolf on wall street sort of like make money quick kind of and 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 uh talking about like toy trading you know like people who buy toys and then sell them for more money um or can like buy and sell in toys the same way people buy and sell in the stock market so 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 maybe maybe right maybe he what if he gets out of jail and starts and and joins in this scheme this yeah. business and it turns out that something that was back in jail like this doll that was back in jail happens to be the mother load right of so like they you know they're they're on this up and up of like oh my god we're gonna make so much money 
And then he realizes, wait a minute, that thing that you talked about in the past, that's our ticket. That's the like ticket the, to we, the top. The one, the one thing we have to sell and then we can leave, you know, and be rich forever. And then, I want to name this thing right now. <laughs> yeah? Have yeah. you got a name or you just want to name it? I just want to name oh. it. Breaking into jail. <laughs> I don't know. No, not not the movie. The oh. the the MacGuffin. I want okay. to name the MacGuffin. Okay. Oh, the toy. Yeah, the toy. Well, I was going to suggest that. Um, I was looking at the the five room. Yes. Structure. Uh, structure, and I associate boss with warden. And normally, a prisoner probably wouldn't be allowed to have an action figure. So, what if it was the warden who oh. had a collection all across his wall? But it's mm-hmm. maybe maybe we can narrow it down to just the the yeah. one that's super super special. I agree. We should name whatever yeah. this doll or action yeah, yeah. figure or whatever it is. That's not, that at first they don't really care about, but then in the end, it becomes really important. Right. Yeah. Let's just get the pieces and then do the story. Got yes. It. Yes. Yeah. So the name of the thing. <laughs> the name of the thing is going to be looking around the room scanning desperately. It should almost have something to do with the reformed character himself, maybe like a little nod to oh, it. Oh, okay. You I was know? I was going to suggest it was like a like a private eye, like it was a sort of like a GI but PI something. Private eye. Yeah, like PI mm-hmm. Joe. Is that PI Joe? <laughs> is that is that no. right? Would you call, well, it would PI, be, right? A PI Pri- is a private, private investigator. Yeah, yeah. Right. private investigator, so, right. Which would which would explain why the warden likes uh, it so much. A kind of police officer. Mm-hmm. So PI, P- PI PIs P- aren't like I mean they're they're investigators not associated with the law. Right, but Yes. I don't know. But he could okay. fantasy a loose he, connection. That I mean that would be like him as a warden could read a read, you know, old PIP novels. comic books. Comic books. Okay, so comic it's a books, comic novel, book yeah. character brought to life, right? Yeah. And oh, I love it because maybe based on the comic books that they read, how they go about this this mystery of finding these things is influenced by the comic book itself. Oh, they might use something yeah. in the comic book to yeah. break into jail. Oh, yeah. It's like an episode, you know, so 53 they <laughs> they did this. All right. We're getting all these pieces. This is good. We still need the name of this this P.I. P.I. Private Eye. P.I. I liked P.I. Pete, but... P.I. Pete? Yeah. I don't know. P.I. Paul. Well, P.I. Does does P.I. actually come at the beginning of their name, or is it like... Blah, blah, blah. P.I. Yeah, yeah. Something, oh, something. I don't know. P.I. Yeah. Like Magnum, P.I. I was leaning really heavily on this sort of G.I. Joe uh-huh. with alliteration. Yeah. I like it. No, P- let's do it. Yeah. P.I. Pete? Mm-hmm. Pete McGuffin. <laughs> That, I mean, that's his point. When they're talking about the Well, story. that's his last name. Yeah, that's right. his last name. That's the character name, but yeah. the comic P.I.P. book the series is called P.I.P. Yeah. P.I.P. Like, starring know. Pete McGuffin. Pete starring McGuffin. Pete McGuffin. I love it. Mm-hmm. Peter McGuffin was your average private eye. <laughs> so I could see I could see that opening scene where our main character is just getting out of prison and he gets his official pardon from the warden and he's in his office and he's... It's like showing off his stuff. Right. We, we, see, like we see all of it. We <laughs> see all the memorabilia mm-hmm. and... It's not until he gets on the outside that he says he makes a sort of offhand comment about it or says it in passing somehow. And it's one of his buddies that that stops him and says, oh, my God. Pete McGuffin, P.I.P. Let's identify who we have. So let's just start cranking out names and people and characters (laughs) because I think it would be helpful. Yep. Um, Main guy. Jerry. Um, Yep. Jerry. Sure. I don't know. Uh, 
Jerry. Jerry. So we have Jerry, ex-con Jerry, uh, is picked up at prison from his wiseacre friend, uh, Mort. Mort. Uh, Mort and Jerry go back to you. Go back to Mort's place. Who's the, what's the warden's name? Morden. Uh, oh, warden. warden. What? What's the warden's name? Uh, Sheldon. No, no not Sheldon. Well, it would be a, no. like a last name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. You never get a first name of the yeah. warden. Wang. Yeah. <laughs> warden Wang. Warden. <laughs> He's the toughest warden. <laughs> I like Warden Wang. Am I going to get in trouble because he's the bad guy? Yeah, probably. No. <laughs> he's always busting Jerry's balls. Warden Wang. I like Warden I don't Wang. Trust yeah. you, and Jerry. May, and maybe PIP. Maybe PIP is like kind of like the Green Hornet. Yeah. Or no, I guess it would have been Cato. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, he could be Cato. Well, he's like PIP a, could have a sidekick. I don't know. Sorry, I was I was trying oh, okay. to make I was trying to make a loose connection between. Yeah, that's why he likes him so much because he's he's <laughs> oh. one of the only Asian comic book characters. And yeah. Like, oh, hey, well, maybe that's what, it. Green Horton. It, it was like not. Well, I'm just maybe he was like an Asian um, detective, but it kind of flopped. And this is an old. I love it. This is an old comic book. And yeah. It kind of flopped because people weren't ready for that yet. Yeah. But now it because it flopped it's cool it's cool it's cool because yeah. it flopped it was it was it was on the up and up until world war ii happened and then sales tanked i love it yeah. yeah they made like they made like maybe there's only like very few you know yeah uh, and this is all of it and this is all information information that Moore is giving to jerry yeah like mm-hmm. oh my god don't I'm, you know the realization yeah. of this thing total history of product yeah <laughs> inserted here yep Mm-hmm. The merchandising for this movie is going to be insane. Do you yeah, think the is. warden even knows how valuable it is, or do you think he just relates to it on a personal level? I think he relates to it on a personal level because he, as a kid, also mm-hmm. loved pi pip. Yeah. Oh, we we didn't name <laughs> Pete McGuffin or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things. It's, it's, you know, it, it was a, it was a, a Japanese book, but on the other hand, you know, when it came oh, to America, okay. it got translated in okay. a way that was, there we go. Right. It was, was palpable for, it was a Chinese for everyone. It was a, or sorry, it was a Japanese made comic book made to suit an American audience. Right. So it's, it's it, like, it's like, don't you like hot dogs and baseball like every American? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes it. And then that would explain why it, it definitely sort of tanked. You know, like it just stopped it was during a, the war. Yeah. It was like uh, an attempt at American culture that just tanked because it wasn't quite it. And, but there was like a lot of like heavy Japanese influence. Mm-hmm. You strike a personal chord with the warden because he just loves it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a raid of, somebody's cell found it and it's like at the center of his like mound of treasure of <laughs> confiscated items oh, under glass okay. mm-hmm. lock under and key. yeah lock and key lasers pressure plates <laughs> the whole nine yeah and i like it because it is it, it, it i think there's some strong echoes between that and the sort of the the um the dungeon model right there's there's the thing at the end of this this sort of gauntlet of mm-hmm. Im- of tasks or struggles or, or, or booby traps yeah. or something. Um, we kind of have a lit, we have this sort of beginnings of our, of our story. So let's take a break. And, uh, when we come back, we'll start to 
figure out what it is that Jerry and Moore are up to and how they're going to plan on breaking it, essentially breaking into jail. So uh, you care about certain things in your life, right, guys? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's your car or a boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's your car, clothes, maybe your career. What about the other C words in your life? Mm. Me, Chris. We care about you, Chris, but uh, but what about coffee? I don't drink coffee. Well, maybe you should, actually, because if you cared, you wouldn't pay for crazy prices for mass-produced coffee, or you could actually give a damn, Chris, and grind and brew some Abracadabra coffee. That's right. Abracadabra single-origin coffee is grown by farmers who give a damn and roasted in the mountains of southern Vermont by people who give a damn. So give a damn, damn it, Chris, and get yourself some today by visiting abracadabracoffee.com. Yes, friends, that's abracadabracoffee.com. And tell them the Story Machine 9000 sent you. And that my friends, is our first sponsor. How cool is that? We have a coffee sponsor. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, and their coffee is great. I actually had some this morning, and it is just fantastic. So so if you want to be a sponsor or actually give us some input into the Story Machine 9000 so we can randomly pick your suggestions, you can email us at, and I'm pointing over to Josh. You can reach us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at storymachine9k, or use the hashtag SM9k. All right, and we're back. So when we left off, we have uh, Jerry, who is uh, just escaped. I'm sorry, just left prison. Yeah. Uh, did not mm-hmm. escape. Released. Released from prison. Um, and he meets up with his buddy, his old partner in crime, Mort. And in passing, Jerry mentions something about Warden Wang's PIP collection in his office. And this catches Mort's ear because Mort knows that PIP is an extremely valuable collectible. Uh, I can see it going down like to, to paint some action. Like, you know, Mort picks him up from prison in his old, in his old kind of beat up car. And the backseat is just filled with just trinkets, this and that. And, you know, uh, Jerry says to him, Mort, what the hell's all this stuff? Well, you know, I don't have a partner in crime anymore, so I got into the internet business, oh. selling toys. Yeah. So that sounds creepy, Mort. That's what he said. <laughs> that sounds creepy, Mort. Well, how's that going for you? <laughs> I sell toys to adults. <laughs> I sell toys. That sounds creepy. That sounds creepy. No, collectors. <laughs> Collect- collectible items. Dude, this thing could give me $200. He, like, pulls he holds up this. Toy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and they and they talk all the way back to Mort's apartment. They get back to his apartment, and he like pulls up his computer and he shows him like all of his sales. He's like, "Yeah, this stuff's a gold mine. Like, have you ever run across anything like that?" And that's how we, you know. And then Jerry's like, "Actually," and then go to vivid. It cuts to like vivid shots of prison life, and he's like, "Although it was hard in prison, I always noticed that the cops would go in and or the cops the uh, the security guards would go in and raid people's cells." Well, they did. They stole only their best stuff. Uh, it's kind of funny because the 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 warden's taking on this sort of um, uh, uh, like thiefdom property, right? You know, so the the, the, the he he sees the prisoner the the prison as his as his thiefdom, and he he takes all their stuff, <laughs> um, especially the stuff the the incoming stuff. You know, when people when people when, come when in, people are uh, uh, yeah. If there's anything uh, good, he yeah, snatches it up. Yeah, yeah. And so no one's collection was safe in there. <laughs> and so Mort recognizes that what Jerry's telling him is actually a very uh, 
valuable thing, and we insert the backstory of P.I. Pete there as he explains why he's so valuable. Yeah. Yeah, so Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, this one thing, it was under glass, and there was, like, little lasers in it. I was only in there one time right before my arraignment, but, you know, it looked expensive. So... Mort's like, expensive? <laughs> so how, so it's it's worth millions? Millions. Millions. It's got to be worth going to jail for. Right. Yeah. I well, mean, that's... So, that so there's this one guy on... Adult toy net. <laughs> no, that sounds mm. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's worth millions. We can leave it at that. That's vague enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe Mort's the one who's gung-ho. Dude, P.I.P.'s the he, holy grail. Yeah, he's like, you know, we need to get back to stealing stuff, you know. And and and, and uh, Jerry just got out of prison, so maybe he's sort of unwilling to Oh, yeah, to he doesn't want to go scene. there. He's he like, just got like, out of the clink. Like, yeah. a million or not, you know... I don't know, a million or not? Does he not actually? So here's where is it not worth. Yeah. To, so here's where we kind of get into to Jerry's motivation, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, what if the reason Jerry is in prison kind of aligns with the fact that he's got to go back, whether it's he owes more a favor or I don't know, or the other way around. I don't know. I had a thought like his cellmate had PIP. And his cellmate like had this little collection of stuff, and he really didn't want to let it go. And you know, raid after raid, they would take you know this item. They took away, they took away Squirrely Squirrel. They took away you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jingles the Magical Otter. And they took away all of his favorite things. But he always managed to keep PIP because that was his most valued thing. He would like give up something. But in the last raid, they found PIP. And the warden was there. And he's like, get it? And uh, <laughs> and this guy was like, no, I'm going to protect it with my life. And they beat they the beat hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they tried the to rivet. the warden's crooked. And- <laughs> yeah, the warden's crooked. And they, and they threw him in solitaire. And he went, and he went, went crazy. crazy. And he was never the same again because of that, because of P.I.P. And so that's his motivation to go back? Yeah, is to, is to avenge his... His cellmate, who was, you know, your cellmate becomes kind of your buddy unless he stabs you. So I feel like one of the guys, one of the guys, Jerry or Mort, one of them has to be gung ho to go back to jail or go in, get in there, and the other one has to be sort of hesitant. Yeah, you know, one of one of them, and and it, I think my first draw is that Jerry should be the one who doesn't want to go back into prison because he was oh, already there. Right. Yeah, I think it's tricky because then, because it could be one of one of three motives, right? It could be to get the toy to sell for money, so they can be on easy street. Mm-hmm. It could get, it could be to get the toy to avenge his buddy, or it could be. At uh, this point, it's both. Yeah. Well, if if oh. I was going to avenge my buddy, I would give it. You give it back, back to him. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it could be this. This third thing that somehow relates to the reason he was in prison in the first place. Could they be going in for different reasons? Or could they, you know, could... Or it could be classic revenge. It does seem weird that you would have two motives to go in and no one saying, let's stay out. Um, and if, if Mort wants riches, he could convince Jerry that, no, we're not going in to make a million dollars. We're going in to save your friend's toy and give it back back to him i guess it's kind of like revenge we're, we're trying to make it even but 
Mort might double cross him at the end. That's true. That could be sort of the twist. Actually, that's Mort good with the two motivations. Him, and it could play into the fact why Jerry's in prison in the first place and Mort isn't. Maybe Mort ran out on him oh. during the heist and Jerry okay. got busted. So Mort's a lousy friend. Yeah, Mort, okay. maybe Mort's the I bad like guy here. Okay, so our heroes, now having their motivations, need to get into prison. Yes. Yes. So they have to commit a crime to get into prison. I guess when I was thinking about breaking into pr- prison, it would be picture being in in prison and you want to break out and you want to do it as in a in it as incognito as possible and they're trying to break in as in, incognito as possible. Cuz you want to have the freedom to move around. Yeah. Right. It's true. And maybe maybe in episode 16 of PIP he found himself in a sticky situation where, uh, you know, he needed to, um, there, there was like a jewel heist or something like that. And so they reverse engineer the comic. He was like, oh, well, the burglar in this case used suction cups to, you know, go up the side of the building and and get in and get and and, and flew with a with a with a glider to get out. What if we just reverse the thing? What if we make a glider and glide our way into prison and we'll use suction cups to get out? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I don't know enough about breaking into prison. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows about breaking into prison, please email us. Yeah. We could use your help. I like your idea, Dave, about, because we've talked about this, like the episodes. And so episode 16, PIP has to break into prison to find out, find something or find some information. Maybe he needs to reverse engineer how someone escaped from prison, but he's not, he's not an actual detective. I, I don't know why he's going to prison, but episode 16 is the mm-hmm. last episode. It's the last issue of the comic. And it was a two parter. Oh, it was a know. very limited run. Oh, so and they never, they never found out how they, oh, did. they never oh, found out how good. he got. So they, yeah. so, so they can, they know how to get into prison, but for some, but the, the episode or the, comic where he was supposed to get out episode 17 yeah. doesn't exist and Mort, <laughs> Mort says i only read i only read, <laughs> yeah i only read the comic where they broke in yeah, yeah they didn't release the one where they broke out so I'm, I'm looking at the line and it's thanks for that donation and i my my mind immediately gravitated towards some sort of like toy drive or something that the prison does i don't know mm. or, or like a church or that, or tr- it's just that that so there, there's an event something that's happening at the prison whether it's the the, the warden's ball or it's 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 a thing that allows them access to so maybe the warden puts on a fundraising event which is a ball where he auctions off some of his better uh, uh findings yeah except for except for pip and so I, it, it creates this um this caper scenario where there's an event going on and that's under normal circumstances, they would not be able to, to break into prison, just not possible. So referencing your list, we could actually treat prison like the five room scenario. Mm-hmm. What's number one on the list? It is uh, the entrance or guardian. All right. So that's the front gates, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say our, our um, Jerry and Mort entering as guests or are they entering as maybe wait staff serve you know maybe they're yeah what's their entry here yeah are they are they coming in like yeah 
is this uh, this uh, national treasure where he's like, I'm in a suit and I'm so walking in the door. So being that Jerry has already been in prison and mm-hmm. could be recognized by some of the guards, maybe he should disguise himself in some way. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he dresses in drag uh, and is the date of a uh, rich uh, toy billionaire uh, Mortimer, <laughs> Mortimer Skink, uh, who <laughs> has has accidentally left his invitation at home. I'm trying to think of whose idea that was. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, we have to get in there somewhere. Yeah. Hard cut. Well, Boom. <laughs> and remember, however they get in is how they how uh, PIP got in. Ah, uh, yes. So it has okay, to fit so, with so that. So we would reference. So, oh, in episode, 16, we only have 16 episodes. Right. So in episode 10, well, he I mean, tries to get into a. Yeah, we were saying yeah. sixteen, seven. So like, whatever oh, it is, there's two episodes. Rep- okay. They're 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 a two parter, and so in episode sixteen, you know, the uh, the villain was having a lavish event mm-hmm. at his chateau, and <laughs> and to break in, they did X, either dressed up as waitstaff or Pete dressed in drag and had his assistant go as you know the. So if, if <laughs> is the challenge here getting an invitation? Because if they're going as guests, obviously they need to get an invitation. If they're going as staff, then they just need to sneak in the back door and act. And be wearing the same right. stuff. Kind of like the staff idea. Seems seems yeah, more, more practical. Yeah. And the staff, this, in theory, dressing as staff would give them access to the back, whereas being guests, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So... Jerry and Mort, Mort, Jerry and Mort decide that they're going to join the catering crew, right? And Jerry knows be, knows where to get the uniforms because he did the laundry that mm. got sent out for dry. So he cleaning. knows who yeah. the catering crew is because yep. this has happened before. So he's well, gotta, he's seen it. He's seen it a million times looking from his from his year, prison cell window. Every you know, year they do it's, it. yeah. Well, he knows the rhythms of prison and he's bringing Mort through it. And Mort is kind of our Mort is Mort is the everyman, the man who has not been in prison. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going along with Mort on this adventure as as Jerry explains. Yeah, this happens six o'clock sharp every single day. A truck will come out of there filled with laundry. And and if I know the prison and I think I do, uh, the catering staff will arrive promptly at five thirty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he or yeah, we know that six oh five. He knows the inner workings of the prison, and because this events happened before, he knows a bit of that. He knows where to get the uniforms from, so they go there. And, and yeah, so that's how they they get in. Right, they're in the back. Should we say they're in the back now? They're in the kitchen. Right, so they actually hop in one of the one of the fresh laundry carts and make it into uh and make it inside well no and, they they can sorry. walk in straight with the caterers because oh, with they're the wearing caterers, the caterers right. yeah they, they look like caterers yeah no i'm sorry there'll be a laundry cart chase later on in this in the movie <laughs> all right so they get in with the caterers and the kitchen is a frenzy mm-hmm. and so i mean i guess uh jerry knows the way around the prison right so what's the next step in our process oh yeah that's true puzzle puzzle well we didn't really define guardian guardian yet i was going to suggest uh, another character sort of the guardian character 
as being sort of a, a snitch. And so he's going to, so, and, and they're worried because if, if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, if Jerry's seen by this snitch character, mm-hmm. that's, it's sort of like the, um, I hesitate to say it like an all seeing eye, but there, there's Could it be some sort the, of his roommate that kind of went crazy and oh isn't all there and he's afraid if his like when they see him he's just such a and, wild card now and, because and he's he, had and, stuff and he recognized Jerry they're afraid that he's gonna I mean I don't know why there would be any inmates yeah, he, in yeah, the prison he's, yeah, he's or in, in the yeah um I think I mean or maybe it's just I mean what uh, if it was a guard that he yeah. didn't get along with I mean so so. Whoever would be letting the the wait staff in, mm-hmm. there's got to be a guard there, like checking right. IDs. It was, perhaps it was the same guard that did the initial yeah. uh, raid. And so, so as they're like getting closer in the car, they notice he's like, "Oh no, like that guy knows me." Right. And, and like we're we're done here. And right before their truck pulls up, someone else, like a new guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, take a break. I got this." And they get, they get sort of a like a breath of like a relief. Like, oh, okay, we're good. Yeah, I, I think of it as just this sort of very macho mm-hmm. guard. He's just, you know, he's yeah. he's like a mongo. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's the he's the the sort of right hand man of of Warden Wang. He's mm-hmm. um, he's the muscle. I just I was just sort of thinking guarding in the truest sense, right? He's just he's just the the man at the door. That could be that could be something that could take our characters forward. Is that is that Jerry? Jerry's been there and Mort just keeps on asking questions like, who's that? He looks mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's this guy. He's the worst guard in the, in I the like prison. The, I like this idea of, on the one hand, Jerry has this very street smarts. He, he knows how uh, uh, prison life operates. And on the other hand, Mort is bringing his knowledge from the comic books into mm-hmm. the equation. And so they're, they're kind of tripping it tripping through it together almost like a three three-legged race right they so meet every, each other mm-hmm. right so every time jerry hits a barrier mort's there to 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 uh to to rescue them with some some comic book knowledge and likewise when mort is in a pinch jerry's there to 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 bail them out because he's been to prison and he kind of knows how things operate and so mm-hmm. they're they're they're, they're they kind of have a rhythm yeah. going between the two of them. Yeah. It's a great buddy scenario as they make it into the kitchen. Uh maybe the they're challenged by the, you know, they're they're dressed as caterers, so they're they're tasked with uh peel- actually cooking. Actually cooking, which <laughs> neither of them have done. Is that the puzzle part? I think that's the puzzle okay. part. So, the so puzzle- they get waylaid. They're like, "All right, let's let's ditch this kitchen." And yeah. they get sort of waylaid, and they're like, "Hold on, you guys gotta, you know, make the so and so soup." Yeah, <laughs> the, soup. the soup. That's what I was thinking too. I was thinking deviled eggs. I was trying deviled to. Think, eggs? I was trying to think of shit that I don't know how to make. I was like, I wouldn't know how to make a deviled egg. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to make a deviled egg either. So the lobster bisque. <laughs> you guys are on lobster bisque. Lobster bisque. Ah. Um. Yeah. So they're so they're tasked with lobster bisque, and they break the rules of the puzzle. They actually use the lobsters, toss the live lobsters at people and make their way out. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Well, they could use it as a distraction. They could use it as a distraction as they're trying to. Yeah. I, I originally, I, I think I may have um, took 
puzzle too literally and i was thinking it was going to have something to do with keys or door oh, codes yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that well i mean they could tr- they could give it an honest go at making the soup and it could have ramifications later where, yeah that's true uh, so if they really suck at making the soup right they just toss a bunch of horse shit in there and the guests are getting sick <laughs> yeah they don't actually cook the lobster <laughs> Ted lobsters are in the soup. Like, oh my god, I that's making, horrific! Can I'm you making, imagine a, a lobster just kind of swimming around in some chowder yeah. or something like it's that? It's moving. Oh. That's Indiana Jones, my friends. Uh. <laughs> so if that if we agree that that's our puzzle, so they 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 kind of create they this distraction by poisoning it. everyone. They change, but that doesn't happen. They until, the rules. That doesn't like, happen until later. Right. The actual po- uh, fiasco. But, but that they, could be their way in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's their that's their point of entry. Yeah, they haven't done the puzzle really well, but they say, "All right, Jeff, we've made the we made the soup. All right, get it out there." Yeah. And so they, they opt to hand it off to a server, mm-hmm. but maybe they take it upon themselves to serve it themselves to gain entry to the ballroom. Well, they want to stay in the back, don't they? I, I guess know. so. Yeah. Well, I imagine ooh. they wanted to end up in the hallways going towards the That's true. office. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Why would they do that? That would blow their cover immediately. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. So, so they hand it off. So they hand it off. Task complete. They sneak out of the back. Now they're in the hallway. Going for the warden's office. Going okay. for the warden's office. Yep. And that brings us to... Uh, so so um, you mentioned that there, there's kind of an either or here. Mm-hmm. It's either, either the red herring or it's the boss. Right. Right? Yeah. The red herring in this case could probably be the crazy friend who's still in prison, the person who's gone nuts, which they could either go towards and, and, and find out that he's he's nuts and he really doesn't even want it anymore, in which case the treasure's theirs, or he's pining after it and he really, really wants it, and that changes their, that changes their opinion about what they should do with it. Well, um, am I Jared, so, throwing out no, more yeah. options than solutions? No, no. I think we got both of them. we've got the, both those options. We we had talked earlier about how Jerry believes that right. they're doing this to give it back to his friend, and maybe running into his friend would sort of solidify, it, like, yes, this is what we have to do. But Mort's got it in the back of his mind, and we don't. The audience doesn't really know that yet. That I'm going to double cross these two, and I'm going to take the the millions. Yeah. I just think back to when they first get in the car and he's like, yeah, people are idiots. They'll play anything for this. They're all suckers. They're all suckers. It's entirely possible that the actual doll, the actual action figure could be the red herring. Right. And Mm -hmm. so they go as far to find it. And then Mort says something like, oh, this one has this one has a wedding ring on it. This is. This is not the limited edition so and so. This is not the limited edition PIP. Mm-hmm. And so it's because I, like because well, then the mission changes to just get the doll back to his friend. Yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah, they, they 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 can't gain anything from it. They're already they're, they've already they've already broken and get into out prison. of prison yeah. too. Because uh, uh, like a red a red herring is I mean it's, it's essentially it's a clue that's meant to mislead right. And Correct. So up until now, this has been the one operative clue that you know i i saw this thing in the office are you sure yes i'm sure and then they they eventually break into the warden's office and it's not the right action figure yeah it turns out to be uh i don't know a it's chinese knockoff yeah 
Yeah, it's it, and there, there's some tall tale an sign. American, it's, it's, American knockoff. Yeah. An American knockoff. There's some it's sort like of tall tale sign or something. Uh, something something about the action figure that only Mort would know. Mm-hmm. Right. I like the wedding ring. The wedding yeah. ring's cool. Like yeah. P.I. Pete wasn't married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they, or like they, that, they did they did that in the fifties to make him when they tried to revamp yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> when they tried to, to, to make him more wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> It lasted even less. <laughs> it should, it should be less value, or it should be more valuable, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it lasted even. You know, it was it was even two, a shorter run than yeah, like half an hour. Yeah, one episode, and everyone hated it. It's garbage. <clears throat> okay, they buried them in the desert, <laughs> and then they found millions of them in the desert. They're not worth yeah. anything. So that brings us to four which is the boss or the climax right so as they go in and they discover this the door slams behind them and then and, and they were faced with is the crazy friend with them still do you think they i don't think they found him yet. they haven't oh, found him yet okay no. okay no. i thought they ran they, into yeah, no, they haven't had a reason yet gotcha. they haven't had a reason gotcha um the warden slams the door behind them they turn around in an instant sweat pours down their faces and they are holding the doll in their hand mm-hmm. and the warden looks at them uh, and says aha I knew you'd be back Jerry I always knew you'd be back and uh, his uh, right hand man steps forward boom 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 boom, 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 boom. <laughs> brandishing a big pipe I was <laughs> saying a club yeah a club yeah <laughs> taser Taser. Taser. One of those taser clubs. Just um, Yeah. The t- worst thing ever. Cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like in Demolition Man. Uh, and they fight. Yeah. I was going to say, I hadn't really thought of an uh, of a way that they're going to escape, let alone make make their way all the way to solitary, solitary confinement where his friend is. I so they fight. They fight and fight and fight. <laughs> so we get um, somebody to choreograph this this action scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it'll be cool. I Very cool. Very. Everyone, so cool. Everyone will just have to stand by. Mm-hmm. I mean. It'll be like in They Live where they fight for five minutes straight. <laughs> well, it, they had Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah. <laughs> so they could do all the fight scenes. It'll be... Um, It'll be like Old Boy or Ong Bak. It'll just be a long, continuous, no-cut fight scene. <laughs> and everyone will just poop themselves and how cool this yeah. is. People will bow to this Well, let's not forget scene. that the guests are at the ball and pooping themselves because of the soup they just served them to. <laughs> speaking of poop. Yeah, yeah. speaking oh, of poop. This is great. Yes, Josh, you had the same idea, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so while they're fighting, each like blow that they hit is like cracking uh like the lobster claw or something like that each portion of the fight is like like the ups and downs of the guests getting sick so we are juxtaposing Mm -hmm. the choreographing of the fight and people eating stuff like somebody gets hit in the teeth you see the teeth biting this or like you know taking the the food off the spoon Mm -hmm. whatever you know Mm -hmm. this whole thing is just playing out back and forth and we're seeing this all go down that, no, that's not. What not, was your idea? No, I was gonna say the because uh, I, I I was I was hung up on this continuous no cut fight scene where it, the fight continues into the party. <laughs> oh, so that's good. 
And so then it becomes sort of a. But then it could too. Yeah. 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 Then it, it still works. I think we yeah. can get both of it. So it's, as it busts into the party, then we get both of those things but people are like doing it out of fear they're just it's just a big prison riot but with guests yeah there's now there's a big distraction going on because there's there's guests and there's staff brawling too and people getting sick and the the they're still fighting the giant guy right this might give them a chance to escape they have to find some sort of way to escape um and some sort of way to make this like give them enough time now that they have the toy the thing some excuse to go to solitary mm-hmm. i mean i kind of like just just you know this sort of serendipitous everyone's sick you know because mm-hmm. it's not just the guests at the party but also a lot of the guards and stuff were eating and so that's their opportunity so so it's toward the end it's because because we're at our climax right and they they finally defeat uh 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 the, the warden Wang, yeah. right, or his it, his henchman, yeah. Yeah. and so they kind of have it's it's that moment where they kind of have run run of the place, and it could be this sort of bittersweet moment where they return the doll just through that little sliding door. I did have a thought about how they could possibly defeat him. So because of their actions previously, they have served raw shellfish um, to lots and lots of guests, mm-hmm. including the. Uh, prison guards. Yeah. What naturally happens if you eat raw shellfish and you uh, and and you shouldn't be eating it? Food board illness, mm-hmm. which is what? What happens first? I don't know. Getting rid of it. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Everyone starts puking yeah, their yeah, guts yeah. out, yeah. which creates a very slick surface with which you know Wang. The guards, everyone's just like falling over each other and just like this, just gigantic piles of puke. Mm-hmm. And our heroes find are the only ones not puking right now because they're the only ones who haven't touched the soup. They actually, that could be their vehicle out. Yep. Agreed. Well, yeah. The, and now they're the free. Going down. Now they're free to run through right. the, yeah. And I like what Josh was saying about, so they get to solitary and the only way they can get into the, the you know they, sli- yeah, they, don't they can the slide keys. the doll through the thing so could there be that tension point between the two friends i mean they can be friends in the end but mort definitely wants millions of dollars but he, he realizes it's not the valuable one though oh that's that was, true that was that's the, right the, the, so, we, so we found out that the, that's the right. doll is the red herring yeah so now they now they're just trying to get it to him and escape even yeah and the warden knows that Jerry was there, and so they're probably going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't really tied that one, tied up that loose end. <laughs> but we talked about the warden being crooked. You know, there's always that nice end to a story where the, the the warden ends up in prison, and the 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 bag, the, you know, the yeah, following criminals a, following an investigation or something. I have not accounted for any of the cameras or anything that are probably in this We prison. have designed the worst prison ever <laughs> just to fit our story. Yeah. And that is okay. Get off my back about yeah. it. Okay, so they've given the doll to, their, to his friend. And this is where they go to escape the yeah. prison. But because it was the last episode. By the way, our story takes place in 1965. Yes. Yep. Where no cameras. No cameras. Yep. Nope. Not yet. So they were trying yep, covered. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> um, Deal with it, America. <laughs> so, so because 
they used the information from comic or from episode 16 to get in mm-hmm. jerry's like okay so how do we get out and he's like well they never made episode 17 i don't know how they got out and that's where we are now in solitary confinement his buddy says i know what happens in episode 17 oh, yeah. he's like That's right and he and he could pull it like like it's it's just it's just like inside of his tattered prison uniform he's got a tattoo on his car <laughs> <laughs> he is he's the ultimate fan sure. yeah. yeah he has a tattoo on his back because he was one of the artists that was working on it i don't know why he, he stole money from the company it? forced them to go under or something like that or, or no yeah. he mm-hmm. he worked he, at the publishing company yeah. uh maybe so he saw mm. the issue that never actually made it out right he and that's he why he was for it. that's why he had the doll he, he was vied actually, for it but he it, was the real biggest fan he was the real biggest fan he vied for it no one would back him so he's like i'll do it myself and he stole company funds to try to publish it himself and he was caught and he went into prison yeah in the u.s in the u.s even because that's where it was, was from, made but even though he was no the it was made in japan it was made in japan he was you know he was part of the publishing company. Yeah. 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 He was part of the American The American, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. The yeah. one who translated it. Yeah. And printed it in English. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is perfect. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. So he's got episode 17. No, I. It's, Maybe it's not like so far as tattooed on it, but he knows it verbatim. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. And so he's kind of our, he's kind of there out. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. He's the only one. Yeah. And only by going to the MacGuffin do we get this information. Yeah. Yep. No, that's cool. And then they, they live, yeah, they, they live, hap- well, not happily. I mean, they're, they're not rich or anything, but at the same time. Oh, let's all- play this out. How do they get out? Yeah, we do. I do want to figure yeah. out how they got out. Um, yeah. I don't know, because I, 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 was, I was under the impression that everyone was sick, and that's why that's how they could sort of waltz out. But Well, everyone's sick, but they're still in prison, so they're still ha- like high walls. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, look at this. Maybe, maybe they do yeah. something with the gliding. Because yes. it's in prison, so there's a bunch of bed sheets in the uh, yeah in the laundry room, and they, they oh they went in through the laundry well kind well, of in through the following but the they laundry. would know where the laundry room they is. would know where the laundry room is yeah and so they use because in the episode he he uses tablecloths or something right. to build these wings and flies out, yeah. out outside of the the villain chateau so and use, it uses Jerry's knowledge because he knows that there's a huge updraft uh, at the south wall. Uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they escape and they go they, to they South America. Grab <laughs> each, grab two corners of the sheets. They ride this billow, billowing cloud of sheet outside. They make and it now, out. Now they have a long way to go to make it to the border of Mexico. To live out the rest of their days. They've got to ride like the wind. That's right. Michael McDonald. Right. And uh, and we cut to uh, we cut to uh, Warden Wang, who just wipes green puke from his face, looks out the window, and sees those two running off. And you you see the anger in his face. Uh, He's like, "I'll get you, Jerry and Mort. I'll get you." And, and fade, fade to, to black. black. We made it through, guys. Oh, you're welcome, Ooh, Justin. <laughs> um, I got not gonna lie. I didn't think we were gonna make it through this one. We yeah. did it. No, nope. you we really was it rough. Uh, I haven't been around for the, the very, last. The very beginning, I thought was rough, but yeah, I think yeah, they're rough. rough. I think right. every single one of them is rough from the yep. beginning. <laughs> All right, because we've we've sort of made this thing episodic. Like we've we mm-hmm. by the end of this movie, we've established that there's there could be or there will be another one. So it's kind of like a comic book. Yeah. So maybe this we could call it like episode seventeen or like allude to the fact oh, that right. this yeah. is episode a, episode seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Episode seventeen. 
That's they, pretty cool yeah. because it's like it's what it's it's what everybody didn't get. Yeah, he <laughs> said this will be episode five, episode seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just one idea. Uh, something about comic books or about well, it could be it could be PIP colon episode seventeen. Yeah, I, I, mean, I kind of like it. Yeah, because so, it was uh, never made, and so their story could be kind of yeah. like the continuation of. Yeah, right. I don't think a producer would greenlight it, but hey, there's not one around, so fuck it. VIP episode seventeen. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Story Machine Nine Thousand. If you have any fan art that you'd like to submit, uh, a, a poster for PIP episode seventeen, uh, you can send that to Story Machine Nine Thousand at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at Story Machine 9K. Hashtag SM9K. Also, we have some exciting news. We are now on iTunes. So please go to iTunes, look up Story Machine 9000, and subscribe and rate us. Very much appreciate it. A kind review would be nice, too. Very if kind you feel review. that way. Yeah. Our logo design was by David Padgett. Our music by Dave Ailing. This episode was edited by Dave Ailing. Thanks again for listening to Story Machine 9000. We'll see you next time.